Hello, and welcome to Just Figure It Out, a podcast to inspire and encourage our listeners to pursue their goals. This will be done by sharing stories and experiences and thoughts from guests about how they made definite goals, how they failed and succeeded, but never gave up. In essence, how they just figured it out. My name is Jen McAllister, the host, also owner of Rise CPA and Accountants. I'd like to introduce you to Lisa Olson today. She's the owner and photographer of Pets Are Family. So I'm already super excited to talk to her because I love my pets and I just think anyone who loves a pet is just an awesome person right off the bat. <laughs> so thank you for joining us today and go ahead and tell us just a little bit about you and then we'll just get into conversation about your journey. Okay, perfect. Well, Thank you, Jen, for having me on your podcast. I'm super excited, a little nervous. I'm kind of a socially awkward person, so having a conversation with someone over Zoom is still a little intimidating, but I'm still super excited. Yeah, well, I'm excited. And really, I just think we're talking about dogs for the most part, so that's easy and there's no no pressure. But um, yeah, I am very interested in your story. As much as you are feeling vulnerable to, to share. Tell me, you know, why you decided to start in the business of photography of women. Okay. So when I first started um, doing photography, I had originally kind of had a lot of problems growing up with self-esteem and body image. You know, a lot of women are harder on themselves than anybody else. And I was definitely one of those people who had this internal dialogue that wasn't necessarily nice to myself. And back when I was going through a lot of depression, I had a friend that introduced me to a photographer and we did a photo shoot. And when I saw the images, I was just kind of believe it. I was like, that's me. I, I, I was shocked because I never saw myself that way before until I saw myself in a photo. And so I decided to, you know, start learning a little bit more about photography because um, to get out of depression and stuff like that, sometimes it's really good to learn something. And I had a connection with this photographer that we did a photo shoot with. We became good friends. And so when I bought a camera and I had, you know, taken it out, done practicing and stuff like that, I decided I wanted to work with women who were kind of like me that may not have the highest self-confidence or self-esteem and just kind of needed a little pick-me-up. And so I started doing women's creative portraits and I would have the ladies come in. I'd do their hair and makeup and stuff like that. And it would be more of a theme because when I did it, I wanted to escape everyday life. I didn't want to be me necessarily. Huh. I kind of wanted to be like um, the Mad Hatter or... Mary Poppins or somebody else that I looked up to, you know, someone that was fun. And so when I did these creative portraits, I'd build these elaborate headdresses like Medusa or some type of thing with flowers and stuff like that. And we'd do this huge photo shoot. And just to see the women's faces light up when they saw their photos was so empowering for me and for them. And so it was really inspiring. But when COVID hit, and I just pause you right there because I have so many thoughts about that is I think that's beautiful. And there's so much to be said about perception, you know, perception is, is key. And, 
you know, we do see ourselves as one way often in a negative light. And I, I just love that idea of, you know, bringing out something in someone. I mean, that's still the same woman that is in there in those photos, but with a different take. And so I just love that. It, it's to me, it, it feels like a way to, to pull another perception out and then and a way to look at yourself differently. And then that just opens your eyes to, like you said, I mean, you feel a little bit better about yourself and then it helps you maybe discover that you really have beauty in different ways. So yeah, I just love it, that. It, it totally pulls you out of your own mind dialogue. And so you see what other people see. You just don't see the negatives because most women, when they look in the mirror, we automatically look for things we don't like. And that's what we focus on. But when you have a really good image of yourself and the flaws and the negatives aren't the first thing you see because it's a still image, it you see what the positive things that people see, but like, oh my gosh, look at my eyes. They're, they're actually really beautiful and they have a sparkle in them. Or I, I really love my hair that way. I, I When I look in the mirror and I'm doing it, you know, you don't really pay attention to, you know, how it lays and the highlights and stuff like that. And so seeing a photo that captures a moment and it just really makes that internal dialogue shut off sometimes. And you see yourself for the first time in a long time of, you know, be like, I am pretty. I am a person that should be appreciated and I, it's okay to love myself. Yeah. Again, so beautiful. And it's not just the photo, but it's definitely the person next to you telling you that. Like, and in this case, in this case, it's you telling that person, but sometimes it just takes one other voice to say that, oh, your eyes are so pretty. And then, like you said, oh, they are. And then you start, you know, to build the confidence. And, you know, here we are, we're talking about something very specific, you know, the the self-image, but I think that this can be applied to so many things. You know, we we have many talents and a lot of times we just don't see those things. And it takes being surrounded by people and people could be one person sometimes, but being surrounded by the right person or people that are positive and they can help you see the the good things about you and the talents that you have. So, oh yeah, that's great. Absolutely. It it's it can be a personal journey and it's not something you expect to go on and then all of a sudden you're on it and it's kind of a self-discovery. And it it's really neat when you see people go through a transformation in their mindset uh, just from having a good photo taken of themselves they just kind of see themselves in a different light than what they have for such a long time yes well thanks for following your heart and doing that and then tell us how how and why that switched some and well before you even say that I just have to say like things don't always go as planned and it's important to not let go of your dream but pivot so with that tell us how you what happened and why you pivoted so when COVID hit, I pretty much went out of business. Uh, the makeup artist that I worked with and kind of designed these photo shoots, she moved. And so I kind of lost part of my team. And so I was trying to recover from that and, you know, find a new member of the team, makeup artist. And then COVID hit and it completely shut me down. And I felt that it was a good time to try and think about what I really loved to do for myself 
what I loved and I had always loved working with pets. Pets is a huge part of my life because um, when I was growing up, pets never hurt me like people did. And so I always had like a strong connection with them. And so with people, you know, being stuck in their homes and things like that, I decided to do some dog training certification. And so I took some online courses, um, how to work with dogs. And I did a dog psychology class, how to read body language in animals and stuff like that. So you can see if they're scared, happy, afraid. Um, so you can just look at them and kind of understand where they are in a state of mind by their posture, things like that. And so once COVID finally was starting to, you know, go back to normal from being locked up, I wanted to, you know, work more with animals, but yet I still really loved photography. I spent a lot of years learning about lighting and posing and how to build, you know, sets. So I didn't even know if it was a thing or not. I kind of wanted to try a dog photography. I didn't know if it would succeed, if it would fail. I didn't know if people would want to have photos of their pets. And I just decided I will just give it a try and see how it goes, whether it works or not. It's worth giving it a try because, you know, there's a saying that what would you do if you would not fail? But I like the one better. What would you do if you knew you would even if you would fail. So even if you would fail, what is something worth doing that you love so much that it didn't matter if you failed or succeeded, it just brought you so much joy. And for me, that was being around pets and photography. So I was like, well, why don't I combine the two and do pet photography? And that's kind of how I came up with the name Pets Are Family because pets are a huge part of my family. They go on vacation with us. Um, they live on the house. They on the furniture and stuff like that. And so that's what I named the photography business, Pets Are Family. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. So I'm interested, you know, it can't always be easy. I'm, you know, what are some tricks that you've done for dogs that come in that, I don't know, like I just, you can't have the perfect dog all the time that just comes and sits down and poses for you. So what are some of the, I don't know, interesting or funny things that have happened to you that you've had to deal with? Yeah. So most dogs that I work with are just family dogs. And even though they can be very well-trained, 90% of the time, once they get into a photo shoot or a studio, they do what dogs do. They want to have fun. They want to play. They they don't know what's going on. They don't know what is expected of them. And so it is kind of a mini training session at the beginning of the photo shoot, getting them introduced to me, getting them used to my camera. I usually give them a good 10, 15 minutes to kind of desensitize to the things around them if we're on location or in the studio. Um, then I introduce them to the equipment, to the lights if I'm using strobes and actually fire the strobes off while giving them positive reinforcement to kind of desensitize them to the light. Or when the light does go off, it's okay and they get a treat when it does go off. And so I'm getting them to trust me and so once I've kind of gained their trust and they're used to their surroundings, then I'll put them in a photography set or where I want to take their photo. And even the most 
outrageous, rambunctious dog that's never had any training, I can still get a photo of them because I, I am slowly teaching them what I want. I want them in this spot um, and they get a treat if they kind of stay where I want. And honestly, they're out of the set more than they are in it. Uh, that's just kind of what dogs do. They're going to run off the couch. They're going to jump on the couch. They're going to jump off of it. They're going to spin circles around you. But it, it takes a lot of patience to get the photo that you want. And it's that constant positive reinforcement during the photo shoot is how I get my photos. And of course, I make really weird noises like um, <laughs> duck calls I move like a cow and I make you know weird noises that gets their attention they kind of turn their head like what what <laughs> so they're so confused but you get that really cute adorable look where they're trying to figure you out and so that's a lot of how the photo shoot goes is I'm just constantly working with them their personality a lot of dogs have different instincts because of their breed and things like that. So I also work with their breed type. If they're a hunting dog, if they're a lap dog, if they're like a little chihuahua that has kind of big dog syndrome, or mm -hmm. if they're an Irish setter that, you know, is super excitable or an Aussie that just wants to play with the ball. And so I use their instincts also to get their attention. So for like an Aussie, um, I would actually use a tennis ball and kind of move it around, get their attention or move, use movement a lot to get them to look where I want to. And so that's a lot of the kind of tricks that I use to get the dogs to pay attention. And also I'll oftentimes have a helper or the owner help me um, because they are more comfortable um, with their owner. So I will have the owner help me get the dog in position while I kind of back away to get ready to take a picture and they have a treat and they're kind of bribing the dog to stay where they're at. Um, or I have an assistant that, you know, kind of stays within the range of the dog within their bubble, kind of helping them stay where I want them while I'm backing up. Um, it took me a while to learn that because I'd often get this really you know, bond and trust built up with the dog and I'd back away and they would try to follow me. And so it took a lot of trial and error to kind of figure out what works and um, little, little tricks, I guess you could say during the photo shoot of how I get them to stay where I want. And so, yeah, most of the dogs I work with have little to no training or um, they have had training, but they've never done a photo shoot. So they don't know what's going to go on. And so I always like to tell people um, that they say they don't have a dog that would pose for photos. Well, nobody really has a dog that likes to pose for photos. Nobody has kids that really like to pose for photos. They just want to have fun. And so you just have to figure out what they like. You have to figure out what they want to do and kind of work with that to also get what you want yeah. to do. Well, I absolutely love that because you're just describing exactly what this podcast is, is just figure it out. Like, you know what the end result is that you want. And now you're talking about all those things that led, you know, to just figuring it out. And I think it's important for our listeners to understand that it's a mindset. It doesn't mean that it's one big thing where you're like, okay, this is huge. And I'm going to figure it out, which is the case many times also, but it's really about the things that you do each day. And when you have that mindset of being able to just figure it out, then 
it applies to all the different parts of your life. And it gives you confidence that, you know, you were able to figure out something small and then something larger. And so I love that mentality that you've been describing on how you figured all of that out and you continue to do so. That's beautiful. Um, tell me how, how is, how has this affected you and your confidence to be able to have this, this new business? It has really helped my confidence a lot because it gave me something else to learn, which I really love learning it in it in itself is a confidence booster. And so I learned a lot more about business. I didn't really know anything about business, even though I had a, a somewhat women's portrait business before that. I didn't do a high volume of photo shoots because there's thousands and thousands of photographers and so I didn't really put in a whole lot of effort into learning the business side of it. Well, when I switched to pets, my photo shoot um, bookings and requests just went so phenomenally that I was, you know, honestly a bit overwhelmed because I honestly did not expect to have that many people interested in pet photos. It was a surprise for me. It was a surprise for my family. They're like, people want photos of their dogs. I was like, I know, right? And who knew? <laughs> I didn't know. And, and so it was definitely a boost in trying to learn the business side of it, as well as trying to learn how to work with dogs in themselves. And so um, I spent a lot of time of trying to build systems and how to run a photography business. Like, okay, look at successful photographers. What do they do to have a successful business? And how can I kind of learn from them to build my own, my own business? And so I had to kind of step back and almost start completely over in the photography world in working with dogs. So it, it was completely starting over. So I had to, you know, rebuild my my guides of how to prepare for a photo shoot. I had to figure out how to deliver these type of photos to pet parents that have traveled from far away to come have pictures of their dogs. I have a couple coming from Montana in March to have pictures of their dogs. And I was like, I have never ever thought I would have someone drive from out of state to come to me to have pictures of their dogs. And so there's been a lot of hurdles that I've had to kind of figure it out as I'm going along because I never expected a lot of these things to happen in my little dog photography business that, I mean, it's exciting. It's super exciting, but it's also kind of scary at the same time of like, okay, how, do I figure this out now? How do I get them their images and their prints and their albums? And it's just kind of working it out as I go along. Um, so it it's definitely been a journey and learning a lot along the way as well. Yeah. Well, and I love that. I mean, every step that you 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 come to a new hurdle, you already know you can figure it out. You don't know how to yet, but you know that you have the ability to. And I also love that you pointed out that you look look to other successful photography businesses. And it's just, you know, it's important to be able to lean on other people and not always try to 
you know, and reinvent the will, but to, to lean on other people who've gone through it. Um, and sometimes you just have to invent the will, right? <laughs> when it's yeah. it things that, that have not happened before. So I love, I love all of it. It's beautiful. And I'm glad you're so successful. And I really love, you know, if you don't mind, we'll do a couple of things. Um, if you can repeat that quote that I just love so much, you'd say it better than me. And I know it doesn't have to be quoted perfectly about, you know, doing something that you love, um, whether you're going to fail or not. I think that's a, a great way to really wrap up this, this segment. And then from there, we're going to talk about how our listeners could connect with you. So could you repeat that um, again? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a quote. I'm not sure who it's by. Um, what would you do if you knew you would not fail? Um, and then I heard another quote during some of my photography training classes. What would you do even if you knew you would fail? Something that you love so much that even if you have failed, it wouldn't matter because you love doing it so much that you would overcome any hurdles to not fail in doing it. And so what would you do even if you would fail? And so you have to find that passion, that love for something that you want to do so much that you'll be, overcome any obstacle that comes on in your way. And um, life has a way of throwing things at you. But if you're so passionate about the thing that you're doing, you'll find a way to work around it or overcome it or, you know, learn from it. Beautifully, beautifully said. Lisa, tell our listeners different ways that they could connect with you. How can they schedule an appointment? How can they go to your website? How can they email you? Um, tell us all the way, all the ways, including the spelling, since the R is the letter R. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my website is my pets are family with the letter R, um, M Y P E T S R F A M I L Y. So my pets are family. Um, my website um, also has my links to like my social media and my email account uh, but my social media is pets are family with the letter r on facebook also on instagram and pinterest and um or you can call me or you can email me lisa olson at mypetsarefamily.com and i have a page on my website where you can fill out kind of a questionnaire to start your consultation so what i'd like to do is give pet parents a consultation where we start to design their photo shoot and I learn about their pets in advance and we prepare them um, for what to expect and how to get their dog ready for the photo shoot and tips and stuff and what to bring with them to the actual day of their photo shoot. And so we kind of design the photo shoot together. And so a good way to start to do that process is um, going through the website or just emailing me and asking for a free consultation. Fantastic. I know my dogs need a picture. They've never had a professional picture. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Um, so we're out of time. And thank you so much, Lisa, for being with me today. This has been a fun conversation and inspiring too. So I'd like to sign off by saying, this is Jen McAllister the host of Just Figure It Out, also the owner of Rise TPA and Accountants. Until next time, friends.